Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. All right, the job market is picking up. So we will put your career in the spotlight. Yes, we have to, right? Because employers are ramping up hiring as the economic situation improves. But there's a manpower crunch observed in several sectors as well. So if you have those skills, <laughs> I think they'll pay top, top dollar for you. Hiring is particularly aggressive for firms that had been badly pummeled by the pandemic, including those that had laid off staff not too long ago. So as offers abound, are you quitting for the right reasons. Mm. <laughs> hmm. I know a lot of people make this an emotional decision. They'll just say, I'm fed up with my boss. I'm unhappy at work. Bye. Here's my resignation <laughs> letter. And they walk out. And after that, it's like, oh, no. You know, have I just gone to another place, but mm. with worse problems, with less work-life balance? You know, all sorts of things that you come to only find out within the first few days of your job. And perhaps that's something that you ought to consider before you make that move. Adrian Chu joins us now. He is CEO of Career Agility International. And hopefully he can give us some useful insights for you to make an informed decision. Hi, Adrian. Hi, Bharati. Hi, Timothy. Good evening. Hi, Adrian. Nice to talk to you again. Adrian, is the grass really greener on the other side? Well, uh, sometimes it is, but there could be a reason why the grass is greener on the other side. It's because there's more fertilizer, right? Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's oftentimes, uh, it does look greener, but uh, you really have to do your homework before you move over to the other side. So that's where Bharati is correct. Uh, don't be emotional about a move. Uh, consider every move carefully. The thing is, Adrian, conventional advice is only quit if you have another one lined up, another job lined up, or enough savings to last a few months. But these days, many are quitting without a job. And let's face it, six months savings, not really enough security, right? <laughs> what if it takes you a year to find something else? But if you have another offer already... Some might say you had better have a very, very good reason for quitting your current job, such as a bullying boss, harassment, or, you know, something quite extreme. But what are some of the reasons that you have been hearing for people quitting lately? Well, I think uh, a lot of people have quit because of burnout. Uh, it's mm. been a tough, uh, tough two and a half years that we've just gone through. And, but one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people have been quitting lately is because of wage compression. I mean, if they have been in the company for the past two years and have not resigned or if they're still around, uh, they've, not got, they've not seen much uh, salary increments. So when, when that happens, your wage is compressed and suddenly, you know, a headhunter comes along or a competitor comes along and offers you 20% up on your salary. It suddenly looks very attractive. So a lot of people nowadays are quitting uh, because of the money. And unfortunately, they may not be thinking about the other parts of the equation, like does this move make sense or is that company right for me? So uh, we have to be mindful about that. You know, just because you're getting a 20% bump offer from the next headhunter, what are the things that people should consider? It's not just the money, it's the commute to work, it's the work-life balance, it's the job scope as well, right? Yeah, that's right. So you need to figure out what's important for you. So uh, it's a matter of having knowing what your push factors are. I mean, the reasons why you want to leave the job and what the pull factors are. For instance, whether or not uh, the other job is uh, attractive and in, and in what way. So you need to know exactly what your push factors are and what your pull factors are and consider that into your equation before you make a move. What are some of the other criteria that you ought to be looking more closely into and the other questions you ought to be asking before making a move? 
Well, I think the most important question is, you know, does this move make sense to my career strategy? If I want to pivot away from my current industry, for instance, or if I want to pivot away from my current role, and if this role is, if they are paying me more money to do more of what I'm doing now, uh, will it actually help me pivot away or will it further entrench me into mm. the industry? So you need to take a step back and look at the big picture. And, and sometimes, you know, uh, maybe perhaps you want to slow down uh, for whatever reasons, you want to downshift. And this job that's coming up, uh, they're offering you is a 30% salary increase, but 50% more of the work. Would that make sense? Nope. Mm. The thing is, Adrian, you said the term career strategy. I can bet that most people don't have one. <laughs> I'm raising my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so what really constitutes a sound career strategy? Well, understanding your strengths, understanding what you want to do, and developing a plan that's based on not just uh, knowing knowing what uh, you want to do more of, but also how, uh, which industries and which roles you want to be, maybe even two or three jobs on the road. Uh, that's, that's what we call having a career strategy. But you're right, you know, Tim, a lot of people are so busy with their jobs that they forget about their careers. And that could be dangerous if you are not careful because then then you're missing the woods for the trees. I think they also forget about planning for retirement until it's too late and they quit their job and realize, oops, I have to go back (laughs) to work. So which brings you to the boomerang uh, employee phenomenon that we're also seeing in this whole great reshuffle thing. I mean, is this a good move for both employers and employees? I mean, if you quit your job, you realize that you can go back, less challenge, you can do whatever you've been doing for all this time, getting paid maybe slightly less, but having a more flexible life. A lot of uh, people are actually thinking of doing that. Now. Even those uh, in the, as young as uh, in their early 50s, mm-hmm. uh, they're thinking, I don't really need to do a full-time job anymore. Uh, maybe if I just downshift to something a little bit lighter, uh, maybe not so demanding, less travel. But if I pay, if, even, if I, even if I get paid less, I'm still okay with it. Mm-hmm. So if it's, once again, if it's part of your career strategy to, be, to do a boomerang or a downshift or whatever it is, or, or even take a career break, it's perfectly fine. But as long as you have a plan in place rather than just doing it on the fly uh, and, and being impulsive about it, I think, mm-hmm. I think you'll be fine. The market's good. Adrian, you mentioned people who want to do the downshift, right? They want better work-life balance, so they are more willing now to take on junior positions. But the problem is, they will be told, you are overqualified. We don't want to hire you. How do you help people like that, who sincerely want that job, that junior job, because they want better work-life balance or, you know, for other reasons? Yeah, I mean, the the biggest reason why uh, employers are resistant to hiring someone who seems who seemingly overqualified is because they question the the, the intention of the person. No, it's is this person only going to be here uh, for a while until a better job comes along and, right. and he's going to leave me high and dry? So a lot of times you have to convince the hiring manager the reasons why you are making that move, and it helps if. Uh, if, if you have your career story uh, prepared and everything, tell them, look, uh, I, I really would like to focus more on the strategic elements rather than the operational. That's why if, even though this role is 
uh, smaller, it's more strategic and in, in line with what I want to do. So you have to prepare your career story and uh, and, and just prep for the interview tremendously. Then, then you can have a better chance of convincing the employer mm. that uh, your intentions are genuine. Give us more tips on how to convince them more, <laughs> for lack of a better word, convincingly. <laughs> because, you know, just because you believe it doesn't mean they will believe it, right? So what sort of proof might you have to show to convince them that you're okay to take a junior position and in fact you will thrive in one yeah it's uh that's why it's always important to to develop a relationship uh, or networks within the target company that uh, you want to work for so so if the people in there are able to vouch for you that hey you know about is really great uh, yes uh, she can do this job but you know she really wants to focus on the other elements in her life right now and uh, you know if you have someone else to vouch for you in the mm. organization that they know that they could help as well so just be upfront with your plans right because sometimes you know getting a promotion means having to manage more stuff but it's not what you really are good at doing and that's what you should tell the hiring manager that's, that's true. In fact, uh, we do know people who have turned down promotions because uh, promotion for them means that they're going to do I'm stuff. I'm raising uh, my hands again. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's interesting, you know, because uh, uh, you, a promotion means you will get an X percent increase in salary usually, but you, know, you, may, you may get a 2X percent, in, 3X percent increase in workload, which mm. may not make sense for you at the moment. So once again, it all falls back on whether you have a career strategy, uh, what you want to do, you know, do you want to accelerate, do you want to downshift, do you want to hover? Mm. And all these are very important uh, ideas which you have to have in your mind before you make, make the next move. Tim, very funny. La. No career strategy, don't want promotion. I really did tell my ex-boss before, just let me keep doing what I'm good at doing. Which brings me to my next point, because I'm like that too. And what we are pursuing is portfolio careers. Is that something that you're seeing become more popular these days? Yes, it is. So a portfolio career is when an individual, instead of working for one boss, one company, one job, drawing one salary, mm-hmm. they work for, they do gigs, several companies, uh, several gigs, uh, several mm-hmm. jobs uh, at different times. So it offers a lot of flexibility and a lot of freedom as well. So yes, we are seeing a lot of people who are planning to move or who have already moved into a portfolio career. But for those of our listeners out there who are thinking about making a portfolio career move, uh, it involves a lot of planning, a mm. lot of uh, a lot of uh, organizational thinking. Yeah, yeah, you have to get all your ducks in a row before you even make that move. But right? it also gives the person, you know, to pursue their own interest as well as uh, having, you know, a steady income. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you got to have at least one. Steady enough. Income. Yeah, one core <laughs> tenant, and then you can have all the other gigs around it. Here's the thing, Adrian. It seems that happy days are here again for job seekers, but let's not forget there could be a recession looming. And of course, with nearly twice as many open jobs as available workers and rising inflation, many economists and policymakers, in fact, are saying that a slowdown is just what the economy needs. Because what we're seeing now is artificially inflated salaries. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I don't think the economy should be slowing down. I mean, we already had two years of slowdown, so any acceleration right now is good. So I'm I'm bullish, and I hope the economy continues to be uh, on the uptrend. Mm. Because, but but it is true there there could be a possibility of a road bump down the road, especially if, if oil prices go up and uh, supply chain issues persist. But uh, I'm bullish, and I think uh, Singapore's going to do well. Uh, that's why for all of us out there who are in, in, in the job market looking for roles, uh, opportunities are there, but do be mindful, uh, not just to look at the dollar value, but mm. also how much 
how much value can a career or that job bring to you rather than how just how much money? Mm, because you also have to be careful about not overpricing yourself, right, out of the market? Yeah, correct. And the worst thing is, uh, if, if a company were to pay you 30% salary increase, Man, they're going to squeeze at least a 60% yeah, more juice exactly. out of you. So. <laughs> you know, making you work for every dime. Mm. Yeah, so, it's right. happened to me before where they raised my salary by 25% and I had to put 50% more yeah. in. So always be wary when you are coming from an employer myself. Be wary when you're getting a pay raise because you're going to get more things to do as well. It's okay. So, keep the money. Thank you. So ask, what, what do they say? You know, ask what not you can do for the company, but what the company can do for you. You know, like what you said, just make sure you have your priorities in order. Adrian, just one last piece of advice to employees and workers in general. I mean, they still have to keep up, don't they? They still have to do professional development. They still have to make sure that their skills are relevant as we move forward, right? While we might say it's an employee's market, really, you can't get complacent here. You can't. And because the fact is, uh, if you're not progressing, if you're not improving yourself, your competitors are. And right now, mm. in today's context, your competitors are not just fellow Singaporeans, but uh, non-locals not based in Singapore. They are doing uh, they are remote working and taking away Singaporean jobs. So, you know, you have to progress. You have to keep moving forward. Otherwise, you'll fall behind, uh, fall, you'll fall behind the crowd. And then that's going to be a tough day for Singaporean workers. So all those of us here uh, who have not touched our skills, future credits yet, uh, go, go, quick. <laughs> there you go. Great sound advice from Adrian. Adrian Chu is the CEO of Career Agility International. Joining us about, you know, your next career prospect and how you should not be emotional uh, when you are about to resign or making that decision to resign. So hold that thought. Think about it carefully and, well, you can listen to this interview again on our podcast a little bit later on this evening, just to be sure. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.